You're listening to a Sunday service podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We're a faith community committed to racial justice, a place where we practice a deep and authentic welcome, where we listen deeply to where love is calling us next, and a place where with humility, courage, and compassion, we act for justice in the world. To learn more, please visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org. Well, hey, it's so good to see everybody here. Good morning. Thanks for joining us and welcome. My name is Jen Crow. I'm one of the ministers here at First Universalist Church, and I'm so glad that each and every one of you is tuning in with us this morning. We gather today welcoming church members and friends and also welcoming many of you for the first time. We're grateful that you're joining us from around the country and around the Twin Cities and around the world. So thank you for being with us today. It matters that we gather together to continue to strengthen our spiritual muscles so that we can be in solidarity for justice for the long haul and that we can live into the joy of that deep alignment that we are creating. So there are so many different ways to be connected here at church and we hope that you will find your right spot. But let me lift up a few of these ways. So, of course, there's worship here at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. There's also worship on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. It's a great way to center yourself in the middle of the week. I hope you'll join us for that. Also, if you'd like to be included in the cycle of life, or if you find that you're in need of support from the church in any way, please let Reverend Karen or any of our staff and ministers know. We want to be there for each other always, and especially right now. Now, today is a particular and important day in the life of our church community, as we say goodbye to Reverend Ruth as she heads into retirement. Now, Reverend Ruth has been with us. She has been teaching us and guiding us and being with us through so much over these last 10 years, and it is hard to say goodbye. I'll say I have all kinds of feelings about this, excitement for her, sadness, uh, all of it all mixed up at once. So full of gratitude and tears today, we will recognize both the important details and the broad gestures of this relationship that we have shared. And we will allow this goodbye, this transition that we are experiencing as a church, to ring the bell of all the transitions and goodbyes that we have known, some of them over the course of these past three months and some of them over the course of our life. We know that when we are together in community, we can hold just about anything. We know that love is with us today as we mark this transition for Reverend Ruth and for us as a church, and also as we allow the ringing of that bell, the echoes of all the transitions and losses we have known to ring in us today. We do this together in community. And now as we prepare our hearts and our bodies for worship for this time of renewal, we're gonna have a practice of taking three deep breaths together. So this is a way we settle our bodies and our spirits. And I'm gonna invite you today, if you wish, you can do this standing or sitting or in your mind's eye, if that works for you too. But I'm gonna invite us along to get comfortable in your seat. I've got my feet on the floor to breathe in, hands coming up. Hold it, breathe out super slow. to breathe in deep, scooping up all of our gratitudes, to hold them full in our heart and to exhale, trusting that that beauty surrounds us. One more, inhaling, scooping up all those gratitudes, 
Hold them in their fullness and then exhale slow. So all of that gratitude, all of that grounding can surround us and bless us. It's good to be together. Elk had invited everyone to the gathering. Bison felt unsure about going. He knew he was lonely and he knew something needed to change. Though gatherings were not really his thing, he trusted Elk's wisdom and kindness. So Bison trotted through the forest and lingered in the shadows near the edge of the clearing. There were a few animals gathered there, talking, listening, and laughing. Elk caught sight of Bison and welcomed men with a big smile. Hello, friend. Suddenly Bison felt not so alone. He trotted into the crowd where Goose greeted him warmly and before he knew it, Bison had found a new friend. Resting in the sun, Turtle also felt unsure about going. She knew she was still grieving the death of her grandma and she knew something needed to change. Though gatherings were not really her thing, she trusted Elk's wisdom and kindness. So Turtle plodded through the forest and lingered in the shadows near the edge of the clearing. There were at least a dozen animals gathered there, talking, listening, and laughing. Elk caught sight of Turtle and welcomed her in with a big smile. Hello, friend. Suddenly, Turtle felt not so sad. She plodded into the crowd where Bison greeted her warmly and before she knew it, Turtle had found a new friend. Wading in the stream, Bear also felt unsure about going. They knew the world was full of injustice and they knew something needed to change. Though gatherings were not really their thing, they trusted Elk's wisdom and kindness. So Bear lumbered through the forest and lingered in the shadows near the edge of the clearing. There was a large crowd of animals gathered there, talking, listening, and laughing. Elk caught sight of Bear and welcomed them in with a big smile. Hello, friend! Suddenly, Bear felt not so hopeless. They lumbered into the crowd where Turtle greeted them warmly. And before they knew it, Bear had found a new friend. Elk's soulful voice cut through the chatter singing a song of belonging. Even after all this time was a magical moment in which each animal present felt a deep assurance of their place in the larger community of all living things. Then Elk spoke. Thank you so much for being here, she said. Today I begin my annual migration to the higher altitudes. I'll miss you all so much. The animals murmured their concern. Goose spoke up for them all. 
But how can you go? What will we do? We've only just arrived, and we came seeking kindness and wisdom. Elk smiled, and her smile was indeed kind and wise. Look around, she encouraged them. Really, look around at your neighbors. Can you see their kind eyes? Can you sense their wise hearts? These are your people, and this is your community. Here you will give and receive acceptance, strength, and hope. With those words, Elk turned and bounded out of the clearing. Halfway up the hillside, she stopped and took one long, loving look back at the gathering. Bison thought about trotting away, but then he noticed Goose by his side and realized he wanted to stay. Turtle thought about plodding away, but then she noticed Bison by her side and realized she wanted to stay. Bear thought about lumbering away, but then they noticed Turtle by their side and realized they wanted to stay. So it was that the animals came to realize that while Elk had brought them together, it was their shared longing for companionship, meaning, and justice that made them a community. And so it was that their voices rose in a chorus of song as Elk turned and, with one last graceful leap, disappeared into the trees. you helped the spirit of life come to so many of us. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years that we have worked together, 10 years that you served this congregation, 10 years that you've been with so many of us. And over these 10 years, you have journeyed with us in hospital rooms, in walks around the lake, in church offices, in trips to Boston with our youth, 
in sacred conversations in hallways and outside the sanctuary, sacred conversations in the parking lot. You have been such an important part of our lives in so many ways. And so today on this last Sunday that you are with us, this celebration of you and your ministry, we've asked three congregants. We've asked Michael Dodson and Darren Woodson and Adrian Ali Kakamo to share reflections about your ministry and what it has meant to them. Good morning, everyone. My name is Michael Dodson, and I'm a 30-year member of this congregation. Ruth, nine years ago, my telephone rang, and this person I didn't know wanted to arrange to visit me. I was trying to sort myself out in a new apartment after a major surgery, and you brought me a comfort shawl, music from the church, and a warm, cautious, respectful caring. You helped me hang a shower curtain that day. I will never again hang a shower curtain without thinking of you. I understand now that that was your first pastoral visit in our congregation. Since that beginning, I have experienced you in so many different spaces and projects in this church. I am always blessed to work with you, to be challenged and supported by you in learning to sing my song, to actually talk about race. Blessed to experience you in the worship setting and to receive your insight and comfort along my personal journey. In terms of talking about race, what is now the racial justice education team and the change team was originally the racial justice leadership team. And in the very first meeting of that group, I heard your clarity that this is work that we need to be doing as a church. And I heard your passion to be part of it. You were planning a sermon about racial justice and we talked about your thoughts. You recognized that your message was largely to the people, to the white people in the church and your curiosity and caring was evident in your question to me of what would it take for me to feel like this was my church home where I could show up with my whole self. By your example and your commitment, you invited me and us into a larger scale conversation about race and the challenges of talking to each other about it. When from the chancel, you told of a multiracial group that you were a part of we're all present, committed to stay at the table and talk through the frustration, anger, and other sharp emotions that come with that conversation. In worship, I have experienced in your sermons the integrity of your thoughts, words, compassions, and fears. As you shared yourself with us in the telling of a story or lesson, you shared so freely of your own experience in the telling that our experience was all the more powerful for it. I can't really put my finger on what it is, but over time, I began to appreciate your touch in the rich feeling and spiritual weaving of our worship experience. And while I can't quite describe it, I know that others have appreciated it as well. 
I know by the many comments that I have heard that echo what I feel. As a vocal musician, your singing has been a powerful and recognizable gift to us on many occasions. When I see you in front of me in church, I guess I have a moment to anticipate and prepare myself for that gift. One morning though, I didn't see you prepared to sing. You began to sing from the balcony behind me and unanticipated, it took my breath away. Your work with the Worship Associates saw our role expand from reading words selected by someone else to nurturing our individual experiences and thoughts around the worship theme. You heard and felt our stories and helped us craft our calls to worship to honor our stories and to feed the worship service. It was a collaboration that benefited the congregation and the service and was an experience of growth and personal expression for us worship associates individually. You have posed significant questions to me, ones that have called me to look at myself and to ponder larger unknowns. Your question about what it would take for me to be fully at home here was a profound question for me. One I have been thinking about for years and to which I still don't have an answer. And then there you were getting on my case about why I have such mystical answers when asked the question, how are you? I know why I do that. And that just is what it is. <laughs> Sitting over tea or talking and walking, you have nudged open the windows in my very introverted room. You have many times given me an ear and a heart that I knew was strong enough and compassionate enough to hold and hear my struggles. Ruth, in your presence, I see myself as a whole and complex person. Thank you. I am uncomfortably self-conscious about speaking so much of my own experiences here, but calmed by the idea that I represent similar experiences between you and other congregants. And that is the real value of my words today. When I hold my personal sense of your powerful presence, compassion, and talents, I am overwhelmed realizing that we as a congregation experience that multiplied many, many, many times throughout the people of First Universalist Church. Justin said it last week, Ruth, you just show up big time. Ruth, please know that you are loved here and will definitely be missed. But in our collective grief, ours and yours, know that because we love you, we so want you to be at peace with the rest and joy of what comes next for you. Namaste.
Good morning, everyone. <laughs> uh, my name is Darren Woodson. I'm a board member, upcoming vice chair, a worship associate, and a co-lead for the BIPOC Multiracial Youth Group. So it's already been said once before, Ruth, um, but I write and wrote this in the midst of grieving. I know Ruth's retirement is not an end, but I know it's a transition. And I also know that I need to honor the reality of a transition. It means it's an end, an end to the known, and a beginning to the unknown, an unknown full of possibilities. And so I need, and we need, to grieve the end to the known. Because I know Ruth as a minister who leads with her whole heart in everything she does. She's a leader and a person who holds space in such healing ways that it's inspiring. Ruth also has this amazing ability to see both my heart and youth's hearts and any congregation's heart that needs healing and spiritual care. I also know as a board member and a worship associate that Ruth does not just recognize the visionary goals of this church, she lives and breathes them in everything that she does. I was able to personally experience Ruth's embodiment of all the visionary goals when I had the honor of sharing the whole Easter Sunday service with her back in 2019. In this service, there was beautiful music and storytelling that brought joy for both our youth and our elders and everyone in between. And also in this service, there was powerful female voices that unapologetically and with radical love called out the white supremacy and anti-blackness in all of us and then named the need for radical change to intentionally embrace the power of the process of being in recovery from racism and anti-blackness. So I grieve to the end of knowing how I and others are both individually and collectively through this church and community with this energetic, influential, loving spiritual leader. And still, I must allow my faith to guide me as we embrace the beginning of the unknown and how I need to trust the relationship and connection that we have built with Ruth, that it will not fade away, but take on a new form. So what will that new form look like? I don't know. But I do know that every time I make space and allow for the voices of youth to be heard and validated, I'm in a relationship with Ruth. Every time I speak out and take action against white supremacy culture and all the intersectionality that comes with it, I'm in connection with Ruth. And I know that every time I love radically and see every single human heart, I'm in community with Ruth. So Ruth, thank you. I know that this again, is a beginning, and I look forward to seeing where this beautiful beginning will take us. Good morning, everyone. 
My name is Adrian Alikakamo. I'm 19. I've been a lifelong congregant at First Universalist. Uh, Ruth, it's clear from this service today that you have touched the lives of people across this congregation. Adding to this chorus of voices that send our love, I'd like to thank you on behalf of all the youth that have grown up and come of age under your ministries. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. When you first began your ministry, I was slightly taken aback. <laughs> I found myself wondering, who is this woman and why does she always seem to be singing? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> I got to know you much better over the years. As we journeyed through coming of age, you had the impressive ability to not simply direct us, but rather to walk hand in hand with us. As a group of ninth graders grappling with life's biggest questions, I admired your wisdom and mentorship, but also your deep desire to step back and listen to our emotions, questions, and ideas stirring in our hearts and minds. Then as a worship associate, I had the privilege of seeing firsthand the incredible care you put into crafting and structuring Sunday morning services. What struck me was that no matter the new scenario, your singing would never be far off. I will always remember walking through some heritage trail in Boston with you, Ruth, and our group of high schoolers all singing in the middle of the city. I realized that it was an extension of your ministry and a way to process the ever-changing world, and I watched as it opened up our group to a love that you shared with us. With that being said, I have the honor of presenting you with a farewell gift from the congregation. So if you have that box that I dropped off at your house yesterday, yeah, if you can open that. So there's a representative guitar pick in there. Uh, we got you more than a pick. As a congregation, we're giving you the money to buy yourself a lovely new guitar. I know I speak for many, including the youth of the church, when I say that we appreciate all the love, guidance, and friendship you have given us. We are so thankful for you, and we hope you can use this to forever share your singing, your voice, and your love wherever your journey takes you next. Now our choir has prepared a parting gift for you, Ruth.
Dearest Ruth, as you prepare to move wholeheartedly into this next chapter in your life, we want to mark this moment, this threshold, this time of retirement. We want to mark this moment with you to express our gratitude and to offer our blessing to you and to remind you that you never walk alone. So often you had just the right words, song, poem, or gentle touch to share with us, to let us know you were with us. Ruth, thank you for the gifts you've brought to your ministry, your humor, your artistry, your creativity, your spiritual depth, your vision for worship, and your love of us. Ruth, thank you for your wisdom and your compassion and your broad, big brain. And thank you for your love of beauty. And most of all, thank you for your quirkiness. Will you take that everywhere you go and bless the world again? Again and again, Ruth, you have met the moment. You have met our people in every stage of life, from babies to elders, exactly where they were. Ruth, thank you for sharing the sacred text of your life with us. In doing this, you have, you have helped us to understand our own texts, meant to be explored, shared, and mined for the treasures they contain. Ruth, thank you for song and for singing, storytelling, and soul-stirring prayers. Today we bless you as you cross the threshold into this new season of your life. May you continue to listen deeply to where love is calling you next, and may you feel our love surround you in every moment. May it be so. Amen. Thank you so much. And uh, I must say that uh, the piece that the choir sang was a song I used to sing as a girl. So it means so much to me that that was the song that they chose for today. And thank you so much to Adrian and Michael and Darren for such incredible kind words. I truly love this congregation. I love the staff of First Universalist Church. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what happens to this beautiful blossoming congregation under such incredible leadership. We really have places to go. And I so look forward to reuniting with you all in a year. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the front steps, I hope. Now I'm gonna mute myself because there's a lot of, yeah, tears. Ruth, I know that um, you feel the love and care from our choir, from the staff, from this congregation, that that love and care, our prayers, that that will hold you and journey with you into this next chapter, this next threshold in your life. You have blessed us in so many ways, innumerable ways, and we are better because of our time together.
Thank you for listening to this podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We are a welcoming community that finds strength in the diversity of identities of all who find inspiration and comfort here. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting our ministry. Text First Univ, that's F I R S T U N I V, to 73256 to make your gift. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.